When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Welcome to Like Matter Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Susie, lovely to see you. Tom. <laughs> you make that sound like we don't really know each other. <laughs> lovely to see you today. How are you? Lovely to meet you again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Since uh, last night. Since last night when we were both at the Apollo. The Apollo, indeed. Nice gigs. Oh, nice gigs. Nice gigs. Um, you arrived with a travel clutch? I did have my travel clutch with me yesterday because I was... Um, does that fit your notebook in, Tom? This size does. Yeah, this size does. Um, Very helpful. Actually, I put two notebooks in and a change of tie and a change of uh, pocket square just in case I got a bit antsy with the one I've got. Oh, Tom, <sighs> you do think of everything, don't you? You have to, Suze. You have to. That's the thing, because do you think that because everyone, if you walked on stage in a T-shirt, do you think there would be audible gasps? I think people would be sick, actually. <laughs> what about topless? A projectile. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Mm, they would. They'd be delighted. They'd be delighted. Yes, maybe they would. I mean, um, yes, yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've booked a holiday, though, so people will be able to see me topless. You're going to Tenerife? Yeah. And I, I don't mind being topless, by the way. I say that in the sense of like, I'm not I'm not body perfect, but I think I never sort of worry about it if I post it online because I kind of go, well, I think it's important to show being a, an imperfect specimen. <laughs> You're it? not imperfect. You're perfect. No, You're just I'm perfect not in my way. Yeah. Like Joel Dummett. Yes. And Joel will be the first one to go, who cares? Like, exactly. He just loves lifting heavy things and putting them in a different part of the room. Yeah. I mean, we can all do tidying, Joel. <laughs> Joel just does very heavy tidying. Mm, mm. Where are you going, Tom? Tenerife is Tenerife. There. Yeah, Tenerife. When are you and going? I... Thursday? Thursday, yeah. 
Was it just and a last minute trip? Kind of, yeah. I wanted a bit of winter sun, but then I looked on the BBC app and next week it's forecast snow. <laughs> In Tenerife? Yeah, but then I looked on the BBC and it looked fine. But on the weather app, it was showing snow. Oh, that's the thing. Mm. But mm. We, we can only trust the BBC, can't we? I find myself only able to trust the BBC on these matters. Auntie Beeb. Mm. Why do people call it that? I don't know, actually, Auntie's Bloomers. I don't know. I don't Who know. Uh, but it is... I yeah, I think because it's like just somebody you know in the family is always there. Yeah, right. That Something makes sense. Like, that yeah. makes sense. Um, so. What do you want to do when you're there, Tom? Do you want to get rotisserie chicken, that sort of thing? I would like to get some rotisserie chicken if I can, as soon as I get off the plane. I haven't been on a sort of Spanish holiday for a few years. Very nice. So. What's, your, what's, your, what's your top tip as soon as you arrive? What will you do? Um, unpack. Do you straight away? I like to unpack pretty much straight on. Bang on. Bang on. Would you have a coffee in the room? Um, might have a small drink in the room. We are. It will be a small drink, back. won't it? It's a small it drink. It's small, holiday time. It's holiday time, and I would have been pissed from the plane. So, <laughs> um, so a small drink, and then what my dad liked to call "Let's get our bearings," which is going for a walk. Go. Still in your plane clothes. Still in the plane clothes. Well, wow. Sometimes, sometimes not. Actually, I could get changed. If it was very hot, you'd have to change yeah, those. Tom. Then I'd have to change. Yeah, and then uh, go for a walk come back get ready and then go out for an early dinner it's very tired nice from the journey so tired from the journey yeah, so, so tired, nice so tired yeah so i'm looking forward to that are you going on holiday Suze? no not really because we're sort of going through with buying the house oh yeah you know yeah yeah get that done but you know i'm moving to brighton that's basically a holiday for life is it oh i'll say she said unconvincingly that is a holiday for life just don't just don't wear yourself out with all the constant partying that they do down there you know about oh, that oh no Tom you won't oh, you know I won't be getting involved in too much of that occasionally no. I don't mind a party you'll just be there at the juice bar <laughs> after my swim mm, coming in in your um, dressing gown coat oh I love those dressing gown coats mm, really into it actually in, yeah uh, hi Brenda yeah it was a bit cold today it wasn't too bad I'm glad I've done it now yeah That's I do feel better for it you d I do feel better for it. Yeah, just the carrot one, thanks. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> That's you with the juice as you walk out. Oh my God, Tom, you know me so well. You know yeah. me so oh, well. Um, well, I'm very excited for you going on holiday. Maybe I'll just Excellent. come. Yeah, come. Great, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll see you at the airport. <laughs> come. That would be nice, nice, nice. I just hope it's warm enough. I think it might be a bit cold in the Atlantic Ocean, but I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna get in. Yeah, you got to get. You got to stay in for three minutes, apparently, for it to make any kind of difference. Oh right. Well, shoulders I don't under mind three doing. minutes. I don't mind doing that. My narrow little shoulders. Oh, <laughs> I don't mind. Um, we had we've had a busy week, Tom. Oh, How's your week me, been? Nonstop. Well, one Go thing. Go on, talk that, to me. On Sunday, I did Sunday brunch, sure. which is a program that I only really wake up, like midway through the show, going where sure. the hell am I? But in my interview, <laughs> I did plug our. Our podcast. No. So a, well, a warm welcome to any of our Sunday brunch new listeners. A w the warmest of warm welcomes. Mm. Mm, you are welcome here. Was that tough, welcome Tom? Because that's when you, we had to observe the hour. Do you know what? That hour really, oh, really did it for me. Did it fuck you? Fucked me right over. It yeah. Did. Me too, actually. Because I'd done blankety blank the night before. I know you'd done it earlier in the week. Yeah. Blankety blank, blankety blank. blank. 
Blankety blank, blankety blank. Blankety blank. And I did point out to them that music is a bit long. You know. Did, that was very good of you to point that out yeah. to Bradley. Yeah, he was pleased, I think, to hear that. He's and so nice, isn't he, Bradley Walsh? He is so lovely and is very... Well, every time I've met him, he's always been so encouraging, supportive. Yeah, he really, same. He is the model of a modern... Modern major general. Yeah, modern major presenter. Yeah. He he's so is, nice. And he really, you know, he really did his time kind of yeah. building up to it and did all that those years... On the circuit and and um, and he was a red coat. He was a red coat, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he used to do the audience warm up. Yes, he said that. I didn't know that he used to do the audience warm up on blankety blank. That's I mean, a and that's story. Have you have you done much studio warm up? I've never done it. I was always too scared. Oh, it's an it is a it, it's 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 a real job. We have to leave your ego at the door, right? Because you're sort of working. You know, obviously, you're the least important person there because you're just keeping the audience up whilst they're, like, moving a camera or someone's getting notes. I did it on Lee Max not going out. Oh, yeah, so, but you did such an amazing job on it. I did I did a good job on it and I got some work out of it, which was great. Yeah, Lee, Lee was so impressed with you, he pushed you forward. He, he said some very nice things about me to some important people, which was very, very nice. Mm. But he... Um, it, it was it's the sort of thing where you know you'd go okay Susie can you go up please and so you'd start like sort of talking to the audience just get into a bit of material you'd be like halfway through a line and they go thank you Susie and you just go oh and then you just have to sort of and your mic just gets cut by the sound people so you have to go and then you just go and you have this little seat next to the audience oh, and you just sit nice. back down but um, it was fun to watch a sitcom being recorded live a studio sitcom. Oh, that was I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah. very people yeah. very funny on their feet. Yeah, I bet. You know, that yeah, sort of thing. Very Ooh, good. I like an audience sitcom. Ooh, but yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I... you really earn your money doing that. It's paid quite well, and it's because it's blood money. <laughs> because you feel your ego leaving your body. It's, do you know? I think I feel like everyone should do it because it's really it's good for you. Humbling. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, just to get. Well, I found myself in that situation with the gig we did last night because Susie and I were both at the Apollo last night doing a gig. Yes. Um, the uh, British Red Cross uh, Ukraine appeal, and um, I we were all doing ten minutes, and I got yeah. to about eight minutes, and then I was like, oh, I thought that would. I, th- I sort of under. <laughs> And timed it because you don't know you know something might last 10 minutes might, I don't time everything I say no and also minutes. it's really hard because in some rooms you'll riff or it's in those massive rooms it's very tricky to chat to the audience well I just got to 8 minutes and then I started talking <laughs> to these two people in the front row amazing because I was just like well I've, I, I said to them look I've, I haven't quite done my time yet so I'm just going to talk to you and um, luckily, I bet it was really funny well people seem to laugh so I suppose I Got away with it. You got away I, with it, I kid. I got away with that. But I was just feeling very relaxed, having such a nice time. Just started talking to them about what, what they'd ordered in Nando's that night. Oh, that's and then nice. Kind what of had going, they ordered? Well, that was the thing, right? And I, I hope they're listening. Ben and Patrick, <laughs> big shout out to them. Uh, but they... Gay both, couple, was it? Uh, they were actually a gay couple. A gay couple. Yeah. A gay couple, yeah. Gay ben couple. and Patrick. I'm sure they're fans of the show. I assume so. What's the point of being gay if you're not listening to this? <laughs> Liza Minnelli, <laughs> like-minded friends. That's it. That's gay that's culture. It. That's gay culture. That's all you need. They live just outside Croydon and Sutton, and they had dropped the car at their at Ben's granddad's in Wandsworth. They'd gone to the Nando's there, and then they got the bus into the Apollo. I said, what did you order? I think Ben ordered the um, vegan 
He's flexi vegan. Sure. The vegan uh, wrap, mango and lime. I said, well, uh, Patrick, what did you have? He said, I had the chicken wrap. But I said, well, what spice was it? He said, it was lemon and herb. Got a boo from the audience. The whole audience booed. Wow, that's the thing. Mm, You've got to will... be careful at charity gigs. Sometimes the audience can turn. They can turn, you know. You think they're all full of goodwill, but I'm sorry, Patrick, they won't tolerate that. They just simply won't. But you would have it plain, no? No, Susie, I'd have it hot. But we had a nice chat and I did say to the audience, look, I'm sorry this isn't very life-affirming, but I've, I've, I've not timed this very well. I've got a bit of extra time. Anyway, I ended up doing 12 minutes. Oh, Tom, that's the thing. I said, it's hard. I said, we've been indoors for two years. I know, I've had all this time to write stuff. <laughs> what have I've come out and gone what do you have in Nando's it's hardly life changing is it and then I said you know I only said that because I'm sure there'll be some reviewer in trying to lay into you but anyway um, I don't know if there was I don't know if there was who cares you don't, do you care about reviews no because I always think like it's very easy to sit in the audience and go I thought this and I thought that I'd have yeah. done this it's like well you've never done it though have you so what does it matter who gives a shit yeah who gives a shit what you think you know, like, you know, also you can't, I think you can't criticise people for trying. I mean, no, I hate all that. You know, just doing something and you go, yeah, I'll do this thing. And someone comes on and goes, what a load of rubbish. You go, well, at least I tried something. I didn't just sit on my hands and yeah. you know, go and not I do, remember not a comedian who, were named, who will remain nameless, but I'll tell you afterwards. Oh. Years and years and years ago, there's this thing called, dear listener, um, the gong show, which is at the comedy store. And oh, it's yeah. absolutely mine and Tom's idea of hell. Oh, absolutely. You go on and people in the audience have red cards. And if enough red cards go up, they gong this big... Is it just called a gong, Tom? I think it's just called a gong. Isn't it like a bong thing? Yes, it's a gong, but it makes it sound Makes bong. it sort of a bong, yeah. But it's not and, a bong. But it's not a bong. Um, <laughs> and then you have to like leave the stage with your tail between your legs. Mm. Um, and this comedian from up north was doing the uh, Manchester store and he said that a boy came on and did something like really avant-garde and had like but he didn't use the word avant-garde I'm using that word he was like it was mental Um, (laughs) and like was using like party poppers and streamers and it was all really silly and really mad and he got gonged off really really quickly the audience were like no because that's what they're like there and uh, this guy was laughing his head off saying to me, oh, and then I made him come back on stage and sweep the floor because of oh. one of his party poppers. And like, he was falling about laughing and so were some of the other comedians. And I said, do you like Harry Hill? And, you know, I mean, people that, yeah. you know, yeah. and like uh, Rick Mail and Adrian Edinson and all those like oh, sort my goodness, of, yeah. who would have done really mad avant-garde stuff. And yeah. like, sometimes it wouldn't work and sometimes it would. And that's sort of part of the joy. And, they were, oh, and yeah. he was like, yeah, but it wasn't like he was Harry Hill. And I was like, no, but Harry Hill was once someone that was just trying yeah. things. Isn't it funny how people are like so... Um, and so judgy just, and nasty. So judgy and, I was and like, dismissive, yeah. But I'm like, you're, he does the same thing as us. You've had bad gigs. How can you revel in someone's misfortune? Mm. Really mean. Some people are like that, Suze. They're not, not everybody can be like us. That's the thing, Tom. Not everyone can. And that's um, that's why it's best we don't speak to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I did a gig with Harry Hill this week. He's so nice. Oh, Suze, did you? Yeah, he's fun. so nice. I absolutely love him, you know. Suze, we've got to talk about some of the other gigs you did this week, including the London Palladium. I did the London Palladium. I did. I did. And the Royal Albert Hall. Tom. And we've, Sudbury come- Key Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been to places. Where I was heckled with, 
halfway through a bit, someone went, where'd you get your shirts? I was like, I'm trying to get through some material. Excuse me. I... <laughs> Oh, you know when you're I, trying to get through a new bit and you're trying to remember it. <laughs> I didn't. I did. Um, I did a new material gig last night and I met somebody on the train. I get the train. And, oh my god, um, he's just like us. He's, he's so just humble. Like us. That's isn't it wonderful? And I was on the train and a man said, "I'll come to see you tonight." And I said, "Oh, thank you." He said, "Oh yeah, I saw Michael McIntyre last week and Mickey Flanagan the week before." Oh, so you got a lot to live up to. And uh, I was like, oh, but I did come. say that to him. I, I, well, I didn't say that, but I did. I did um, say to him. I did say on stage that he'd said that, and he laughed. So that was. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know, Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video, and of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com/prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. I've got my own back in my own way. Yeah, I hate, people do that, don't they? Like, oh, I hope you're funny. And you're like, yeah, so do yeah. I. It's my job. But like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But again, that's a sort of a bit of um, a thing of like, uh, well, you know, it's not shaming, is it? But it's just like people don't know what to say. So they say that. Yeah, it's... I found that like when I've been like on my way into a venue. Someone's been like, oh, here she is. Hope she's funny. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. No. Like, oh, so do I. <laughs> so, so do I. I'm actually very insecure. Um, have you met me? Uh, I'm have really you seen the nature of this act? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, we must. We mustn't worry. And it's no, just good to do not. stuff. It's just good to do things, isn't it? And put yourself out of your comfort zone. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. Tom, did you sake. find that you were more nervous for doing new material at the Soho in front of like 100 and don't know 30 people, or more nervous doing sort of more honed stuff at the Apollo, which is nearly 4,000? Um, the Soho Theatre one new material it's so funny isn't it yeah you definitely 100% yeah and I think that um, if anything I <laughs> it meant when I went to the Apollo I was like well I could do 10 minutes what's 10 minutes and got to 8 minutes and I'm like well, I haven't got a, bit, <laughs> two, I've got a minutes. 2 minutes I've got a 2 minute bit to add on here um, <laughs> I've got a 2 minute lag <laughs> um but yeah, new material is always just that bit more frightening. But it's electric, isn't it? That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, well, I think it's it's also, it's basically saying, I think these thoughts. Do you sometimes also have these thoughts? Yes. And if everyone says no, you're like, oh. Oh, what's wrong with me? This is a therapy, this is a therapy this issue. Is, I've got a problem. <laughs> well, and also I found myself talking, I didn't think anybody would relate to it, but I found myself doing a bit about thermostats and how I can't work my thermostat in my house. Sure, sure. And I thought people are going to be like, shut up, you idiot. You're just a moron. You can't work a thermostat. But people are like, I've got one of those thermostats and I can't work it either. Very reassuring. That's the thing, Tom. If nothing else, it's very reassuring. He's just like us. He's just like us. He's got a thermostat. Imagine. Have you got it on your phone? Yeah, it's one of those ones. But did you've got no fucking clue? Well, the phone's got a schedule on it. And I was like, I don't know how this schedule works and why it's doing all this thing, all these things. I'm going to turn it all off. Cleared the schedule. 
following day, it came on as scheduled. Oh, that's the thing, Tom. You can't trust the robots. You can't are trust us. the robots. I know. I'm so frustrated. They start with the lawn mowing, and what next? <laughs> We went to see the house again in Brighton, Tom. It was very exciting. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, did you? When did you go? On Friday. But you see, we'd only been once before. And it's, you know, Mm. we're buying a house. It's the most money I will ever spend on anything. Of course, yeah. And I'd seen it once and was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So on the way down, I was quite worried that we'd made a terrible mistake. Oh, what is this place? And we got there. I loved it. It's very exciting. What do you love about it? Um, It's got quite a big kitchen and I feel like I'm going to host. Yeah, it's lovely to have a nice kitchen. To be like, please sit down. Let me give you a chicken on a skewer. You know. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Like that. A yakitori chicken. Is that your? That's be your my go-to. go-to. Ooh, I look forward yeah. to it. Um, oh. With with things on a skewer, do you um, slide them off one piece at a time, or do you try and do the fork trick at the top of the skewer? The fork trick at the bo- top of the trick. And the fork trick at the top of the skewer. The fork trip at the top of the skewer. The fork trip at the top of the skewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't even do it, right? Um, but you do it all the way down, but then sometimes it gets stuck. It's fine, just give it a push. Okay, but sometimes the fork gets wedged on the... Okay, all right. What well, we'll discover, it. we'll discover it when we're in your kitchen. We will, it... we will. Oh, I'll tell you whose kitchen I did go in this week. Whose? Harry Hills. What's his kitchen like? Tom, the most fabulous house. <gasps> was it just lovely? So yeah, he said to me, would you like a cup of tea? And I said, no. I was just waiting for my taxi. No. He said, would you like a cup of tea? I said, no. And then he said, would you like anything to eat? I said, no. And then he said, would you like an Easter egg? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And he said, yeah. And I said, no. But then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I was just sitting was in Harry Hill's house eating an Easter egg? <laughs> but it was a very nice kitchen. Oh, was it? Such was a nice it? man. Very kind. Very kind. Very craft, kind. Craftsperson, I'd say as well. Real craftsperson. Mm, very yeah, genuine. True. Very, very sweet man. Very nice lovely. Mm. Um, oh, he was so funny on stage as well. Oh my God, I was at, me and uh, John Richardson put on a gig, a charity show, and we were doubled over laughing. It was he's just so, so funny. funny, isn't he? If you if you he's doing shows all over and he's going out on tour in autumn, I highly recommend you go and see oh, him. It's wow. just it's almost like you take leave of your brain because it's just so joyful. It's oh, great. You, you can't think like it's just so fun. He was amazing at being. When he did the tribute to Sean Locke at the Comedy Awards, yes. he was, I thought that was so impressive that he was able to bring such levity to that, which was obviously a very sad moment in the proceedings, but mm. he was able to make it so joyful um, and human. I suppose that's the thing about it, isn't it? Comedy at its best is very human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just my loving on Harry Hill. That's no, just... I like that. I like it. It's very um, nice. Do you know what I? Do you know what I've enjoyed watching as as well recently? Before I go to sleep, I love Bob's Burgers. Do you? I love that program so much. If you haven't seen it, it's so sweet. And there was an episode on last night, right, where Bob, who runs the burger shop, um, cut his uh, between between his fingers. He cut it, and it very slowly started to bleed. And he passed out and had to go to the hospital. Is the story? And I've woken up this morning with a sort of a. a a scab between my fingers so I don't know what I must have I don't know if I've embodied the character somehow what's it called when you bleed like Jesus stigmata is it that no we are coming up for that time of year but no it's not very timely in that sense um also when I don't know if this is something that's um if this is something that's actually said in the hospital or if it's just in the hospital on Bob's Burgers (laughs) it's hard to tell isn't it it's so hard to tell (laughs) but that bit between your fingers they called it the finger crotch which I thought was very (laughs) (laughs) I have to imagine (laughs) that's just Bob's Burgers surely if there's any doctors listening finger crotch between your fingers but that's why I've I've woken up with the thing and you just 
You're just so aligned with Bob's Burgers now. I'm just so aligned with it. Oh, I had such a good night's sleep last night. Did you? How mm. long did you get? Eight. Oh, love. Would have been nine, but I watched Bob's Burgers. But yeah. So nice. Was your bed nice and cool when you got into it? Uh, yeah, it was a good temperature, actually. Yeah. And um, I really recommend a mattress topper. Oh, Tom, I've been using them for years. I'm not an animal. Yeah, well, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have some correspondence? Oh, yeah. Also, also can I just oh, ask? Go on. go on. I feel like this is probably... In fact, Something let's make this a topic for next, next time. Okay, sure. Please write in with your pillow combinations. I'm really struggling. At the moment, I've got a hard and then a soft on top. What do people think about that? I sleep on my side. I've, I think that's the right way to do it. But do you sleep on your side with your legs carved up like you're a little baby in, in the belly? No, I sleep on my on my side but with my legs in the air. What, like, a, like you're doing a power crunch? <laughs> yeah, I sleep on my back with my legs in the air. That's the only way I can relax. No. What, are your legs levitated? Like, you, yeah. like you're an elderly lady that's got that water problem? Um, yes, or like I'm in The Exorcist, but the other way around. Sure. Um, no, none of those. I sleep on my side um, with my legs tucked up, yeah. But then sometimes I realised I, I roll on to my front. Anyway, please write in with I your... I sleep on my back with my feet crossed. No, you don't. Really? I do, yeah. Like you're that's on a how... sun lounger in... Yeah, that's how I fall asleep. At Butlins in 1953. Yeah, or Butlins that, this do you have week. A handkerchief? Do you have a handkerchief in your hair with not? But that's always corner? when I go mm. to sleep. That's to protect the hair. <laughs> so that's how you've ended up with none. With a, with a, <laughs> I knew I should have put a handkerchief on. Oh, <gasps> your hair falls out. Um, do write in with your pillow combinations. I do want to know. Do you go too hard? Do you go too too hard ones? Firm, as they call them. Do you yeah. go firm on top, soft underneath? Do I just you... go one firmy. That was my next thing. Do you go one one firm? One firm. And when you make we the bed... were given... Yes. I was given a pillow at a gig. Oh, that's a good gift. Yeah, for a charity gig. It was for Calm, Campaign Against Living Miserably. Oh. And they gave out these pillows because they were like, a good night's sleep really helps. And it is really good. It's like one of those memory foam. It's not really memory foam. It's somewhere between, but it's not, there's not feathers in it. It's got some sort of weird business inside it, but I love it. Oh, that's good. If it works for you, do it. It works for me. Well, I want to hear from the listeners, but do tell us what's the correspondence this week. Oh, Tom, what did you think about the Chris Rock Will Smith thing? Oh my goodness. I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Yeah, I know. Well, it's very, I mean... Very dramatic. It was the shouting afterwards I thought was very interesting. Well, yeah, initially I was like, oh, this is, is this like a bit of a set, is it going to be a bit of a setup? But then he looked, Will Smith looked so cross afterwards. Yes, that, that crossness was very difficult to see. I don't think see. he's very well. I think he's... Oh, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I, I think maybe he's not... Well, I think if you sort of take leave of yourself in a way like that... It did seem very... Uh, out of character. yeah. Or maybe very in character. Maybe, maybe. I yeah, I mean, we don't, I don't, we don't, know. I don't, I don't know the man. Don't know the man. But it does set a very dodgy precedent when lots of people are going, I think it's totally fine to go and slap a comedian who's a well, whose jokes you don't like. You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I don't get punched in the face next time I insult, you know, gently, gen- gently maybe make fun of Maureen from Wigan. Yeah. Someone's Nando's choice would tell a woman that you don't like their blouse. Imagine they just got up on stage and slapped me in the face. That would be shocking. What do you think he would do? Would you carry on or would you think, no, I'm going to leave now? Well, that was what I thought was very interesting. Chris Rock was like, oh, that was the greatest night of all of television and sort of carried on smiling. I would have been like, ow, why did you do that? Was that only a joke? Yeah, that I, yeah, I would have found it very hard not to respond. But I probably wouldn't do a joker's kind of 
as sort of um, mean as that, though. So that's- yeah, I mean, it was it was very mean, and I think that. Yeah, I think, it, and I think that Jada Pinkett Smith has spoken before about her alopecia, and I think it's, um, and I think it must be a very difficult thing um, to go through. But, I mean, Ricky Gervais has said far worse things. Yeah. Mm, Who knows? Well, well, well listen, that's that, uh, that's our opinion on it. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> basically, this but is, also we'll, we'll always be nice. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll Except for Maureen from Wigan, who has got yeah, that she's vile gonna, blouse. She is going to be so angry with me. She's got it coming. Yeah. Well, I've right. got it coming. I think. Here morning. we go. Dear Susie and Tom, thank you for bringing such wonderful moments of sincerity and joy to each day. My fiance and I listen to the pod. Oh. Tom, mm-hmm. your voice is the human equivalent. Of milk velvetizer, I don't oh, even know what that is. It's a milk a velvetizer. Hot chocolate. It's for hot chocolate. <gasps> People get them now. They're a thing. Hearing your take on things and your encouragement and support you show for Susie and other like-minded friends of Susie is truly marvellous. Susie, you're truly inspiring. I mean, I didn't realise it was this nice. I'm delighted your family is growing and I know that you and Alice will make incredible parents. We've just got home after a cheeky, spontaneous trip to Cosmo. I don't know what Cosmo is. Cosmo, like Cos- Cosmo, and we oh. listened to the most Cosmo. recent pod on the way home, Open Face Sandwiches, and the profound way you both describe the process of unfolding aspects of yourself after coming out has truly struck a chord with me. I only came out in September 2021 at the age oh. of 28. Oh wow! And I'm learning about myself again. And whilst I am beyond happy with my partner and the love and acceptance she gives me daily, I sadly cannot say the same for my mother. I'd braced myself for ties to be severed when I came out as she's Christian. I was presently surprised when it seemed as though she was accepting my sexuality. Upon the happy news of my engagement to my incredible fiance, this was not so warmly received. Tensions rose and I was asked, and I asked outright, but politely, when we intend to marry, would she attend? To which she said no. She cannot accept a marriage that's not between a man and a woman. Which was not a complete surprise, but incredibly painful. My question is, upon times of adversity, are there any techniques you use to balance yourself? Mantras, sayings, hobbies, etc. Once again, thank you for the fantastic pod. It's truly become a highlight and a beautiful, familiar feeling of warmth, acceptance and joy. Love and light. And do you think I should say who's it from? Do you think she'd mind? Well, that's a good question. Or oh, maybe she wouldn't. Maybe she would prefer. Maybe not she wouldn't. Maybe, maybe I won't. Would but we know your name, and I'll tell Tom your name afterwards. Um, Tom, what do you? When there's moments of adversity, what do you do to sort of calm yourself or to get yourself on back onto an even kilter? It's it's so difficult, isn't it? I think if it's somebody who obviously, as if they're your parent, that you naturally love, and mm. you know they love you, but it seems to have become so something's got in the way there um but i remember when i came out and i was quite anxious about telling my parents Mm. and a friend of mine sarah said to me you know we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time which i know sounds kind of glib but i thought it was quite useful at that time because i thought well actually i'm allowed happiness i'm entitled to my happiness in my life a hundred percent does that do you know what i mean i don't want to i couldn't agree more um sort of simplistic about it but i do think you're allowed you're, you're allowed to pursue your happiness. Yes, I totally agree with you. And I think that sometimes prioritising that feels quite... Um, but I mean, I feel like... I mean, I certainly had, like, you know, a real journey with my parents with coming out. And, you know, I don't really judge them for it now. I think it was a real shock to them. I mean, the signs were there. But apparently they couldn't <laughs> read the roadmap. Um, but 
you know, I think there was someone on my podcast. Ah, when Dustin Lance Black came on out. Oh, yeah. He said the first response that someone gives you isn't always their best. Oh, that's very good. And allow people time to have an, to have another response. Mm. Oh, and I thought that nice. was really wise and mm. really useful. And I think certainly when it comes to our parents, you know, we want them to instantly like get it and understand it. But of course, when you're queer, you've had a long time to sort of know. That's not fair to say. Sometimes, I'll speak for myself, when I came out, I realised, you know, I'd had quite a lot of time to process that myself. Yeah. Before I told people. And then yeah. so I think sometimes you expect people to be like exactly where you are with it but actually i had had sort of an internal processing of it mm. for maybe six or seven years yeah yeah um but i think that all you can do is like live an honest and authentic your your life yeah and be happy and you know find happiness and find joy and then hopefully even if it's at a later date people come to the party that's i mean i think that's very true isn't it i think and Often. I think then it's about, if you want to, opening, like letting them back into the party. Yeah, I think it's a very nice way of putting it, though. I think because it's very, yeah, I think, yeah, I guess who knows what's going on in anybody else's mind, really. Um, and often there's all manner of voices there, which are not your responsibility to have to deal with. Deal but, with. But they are there. And I think... Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think that's really a lovely sentiment though as well, just sort of, it's not always, their, the first one is not always their best response. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah, and I think, as you say, just doing your, just, just you know, doing something for yourself, there's no shame mm. in that. Mm. And you, sh you know, and you shouldn't be, you, you know, no one should be made to feel bad for just being like, well, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um so, but well, how lovely to um, to be engaged and to be sharing that news with us. We're very happy yes, for you. We're and very happy great. for and you. And that's the, 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 the thing to focus on as well is the happy stuff. Absolutely. We've got another one. Oh. It's called Hello, I Hope You Read This. Mm. Hi, Susie and Tom. This is probably too long for you to read out. Oh, no, no, no. My no. dyslexia. I will struggle, but I'll read it. We will read it. Uh, but I really hope that it won't be. I've only recently discovered your podcast, brackets, three days ago. Oh. Brackets closed. And I'm so annoyed that I'm so late to the party. I've gone backwards for some strange reason. Mm. I'm a mum of two, a three-year-old and a two-year-old, and have recently become a full-time stay-at-home mum. So listening to your podcast has helped a lot. Bath time dilemma. No judgment, Susie. Yes, hang it over the rad or the bath. Frustrating thing is my other half does not do this and oh. is always the last one out of the shower. So I have to remember to go in as he never does it. Oh. Also, every shower, somehow he gets water in every square of the bathroom. How is this possible? Mm. Irish sayings. Tom, yes. I am Irish. <gasps> I live in West Sussex, but my family still live in Ireland and we still say all of those things. I'm 32, mm. but my mom is 73. Mm. I'm not sure if it's because of her age, but I find myself saying things like, who is he? Who is he when he's at home? When you're trying <laughs> yeah, is, to that ask Irish, is that an Irish thing? We always I say that. I don't know. It might be. We Who's say that. Who's at home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that got to Jesus. do with the price of meat? Uh, yeah, I think I've heard that before. Mm. Um, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> yes. Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. Very important. Yeah, very good one. And see you tomorrow, please, God. 
Please God, yeah, of course. A lot of PG. A lot of PG. Also, my mum loves lighting a candle for anyone who's going through absolutely anything. Oh, this that's could be nice. Anything from going for an interview to a serious illness. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 do you think there's a different do you think it's a tea light if it's just if for an interview reason. and there may be a bigger candle yeah. for someone that's not well a triple wick um <laughs> what did you call me <laughs> i love that that's very nice um yes i think my nan would do that would do that light a, or light a candle for such and such yeah yeah, yeah. that's very for, nice um another one is fanacapan would you ever say um, that no, what's that mean? Oh, uh, if you can't remember someone's name or you don't like them, you'd say, oh, Fanacapan. Is that an Irish thing? I think so. It might not be. It might just be my Irish family. Uh, when I <laughs> was <you> young, <laughs> when I was younger, when the when like a storm was coming, mum would say, oh, it's Black Ava Bill's mothers. That's, I have heard that a lot. I think that's a West Midlands phrase as well. I Is don't know why it? I know that's a West Midlands phrase. Yeah, that's uh, nice, isn't it? Ava Bill for a long time, I thought... That we knew someone called Bill, whose mother lived over the hill. Why do we never go and see her? A poor old Bill's mother. Poor. She's always got that terrible weather. No wonder she's not getting out. <laughs> um, another big thing for Irish people is when getting off the phone is to say goodbye and then still talk for another 20 minutes and then end the call by saying, okay, bye, 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 bye. Oh, so maybe it is a very Irish thing. My, well, my mum, when she speaks to her sister in Australia... Those phone calls will be like two or three hours. Yes, my mum with her sister in Australia, same thing. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. If you are so far away. Well, they, does this happen when um, Auntie Pearl comes over from Australia, which obviously she hasn't done for a while? Um, that mum and her will lose their voices. They talk because they talk so, so much, much, so incessantly. Oh, that's really lovely, though, mm, isn't it? Stand by for <laughs> updates. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where we get it from. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, love both of you and the podcast. <laughs> you keep me smiling through tantrums and arguments. Thank you so much. And that's from our dear friend, Michelle. Oh, and what's her partner? Why is he getting water everywhere? What's it splashing off? I don't off? know. What do you think? She didn't say whether he was an amphibian. Oh, uh, yes. She didn't mention that. So she didn't mention that. Unfortunately, we can't comment on that subject. We absolutely We'd can. like to, but we can't. Um, I... <laughs> Here, here's another one. This is... Uh, from 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 another dear friend. Hi Susie. Hi Tom. First okay. time writing into the pod. Long time right. listener. Obsessed with like-minded friends. Yeah. My husband and I can't get enough of your delicious chit chat. Oh. Essential listening from the moment we set foot in the car. Oh. Suze, congratulations to you and Alice on becoming parents. Oh. We struggle looking after Pam, our high maintenance <laughs> Spanish greyhound. So I'm amazed <laughs> that anyone can keep their shit together enough to look after a child. <laughs> We're so sorry to hear about Tom's dad. I lost oh. my mum a few years ago, and oh, the way you and the open way you both talked about grief was so kind and thoughtful my thoughts with Tom and his family at the moment oh, finally you. I couldn't resist snapping this unfortunate name business at the weekend oh um, probably as like-minded friends were saying and then it's a picture of a um, it's a picture of a van and it's called the cake hole that's the shop <laughs> but their number plate is K um, is CK12 Hole. <laughs> oh There's my a lot goodness. of directions we could go with this. I look at the when I look at the reg plate, it looks like K hole, <laughs> which looks like get in get in this van and have the worst night of your life. <laughs> what are these cakes all about? What Tom? I don't know. I, I I think that they haven't told me where in the world they are. 
So who knows whereabouts they are? Oh, they're Gloucestershire. It's uh, Simon and Nick. It's Simon and Nick in Gloucestershire, of course. Simon and Nick in Gloucestershire. Um, the cake hole. Would you be tempted Would, by the cake hole? A cake hole in Gloucestershire with Simon and Nick. What could be nicer? I couldn't imagine anything I'd like to do. I more. would love that. I would love that. What interesting lives they must have in Gloucestershire. I wonder. Oh, what do you think they're up to, Tom? Is with it the what? Spanish greyhound? More like a whippet, I imagine, in my mind. But um, what's the difference when they're Spanish? Do they have castanets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might see one in Tenerife this weekend. Oh, I'll keep an eye out for a Spanish greyhound. Pam's a great name for a dog. Greyhound. Oh yeah, I was trying to do Spanish eyes with the but instead of eyes, say greyhound. I liked um, it. Um, I I sorry. What did you just say? I can't remember. Oh, Pam. Yeah, Pam's Pam. a good name for a dog. Yeah. Pam's a great name for a dog. Mm. I want to get a quite a gruff dog and call it Butch. Cause I wonder how long we can sustain these human names for dogs. I wonder... Are they... uh, you don't like it? Well, I think there's something um, endearing about it, but I just don't know how... Can we keep doing it, do you think? Can you have a, a Rottweiler called Elsie? <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> yeah, somebody has. There's some somebody gays has. out there. Yeah. There absolutely is. Right, let's Elsie have one Joan. more. Yeah, I'd love to have two Rottweilers, Elsie and Joan. Elsie and Joan, that's good. Or like two, like my nans would have been Joyce and Joan. Ah, uh, name it. That's oh. good names for, I, I mean, I'm not going to name Rottweilers after my nans. But I was going to say, I wasn't doing it to name a Rottweiler after your nan. Um, Gladys. Gladys. That was one of my nice nan's sisters. Oh, that's a nice name. Um, Right, we've got one. Let's let's leave on one called basically fan mail. Dear Tom and Suze, I hope you're both doing well, etc. And all the appropriate email greetings. <laughs> I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering if I could please request a quick shout out for my two best friends, yes, Eloise and Eloise. Basically, it's just one such shout out because they both have the same name. Oh, how we convenient. all listen pretty much obsessively to the pod oh, and goodness. share the exact humour as you do <laughs> with our special interests also largely centering around John Lewis, Call the Midwife and niche references. <laughs> <laughs> what a thrill. What a thrill. I imagine both Eloises will have listened to today's episode before I'm even awake. Mm. is they're both just really productive and successful magnificent people mm. I hope you can help me let them know how much I love being their like-minded friend oh. and that is from Amelia Amelia what a lovely what a lovely message to send about your what a lovely message friends. yeah Eloise's friends it's oh, nice to collect nice. a couple of friends with the same name I'd say always good isn't it because then you can get the cards and things with the same with a name on them and you can <laughs> buy Buy two at the same buy, time. Buy two at the same time, yeah. yeah. I often think that about... Um, I, I've quite. I've known a few gays that have got the same name. Oh, in a couple? Yeah, like a couple of Chris's. A couple of Chris's, a couple of John's, yes. Yeah, that sort of the thing. John's. A couple of cats. If you've seen the film Short Bus, there's uh, a couple called The Jamies in that. Not a film to watch with um, Mother. Yeah, Mum. It's got, <laughs> it's got things. It's got sex things in it. Yeah, that I, I watched some of that... Um, on a plane no 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 what was it called not the house of Gucci something about Giovanni um, oh you know Versace oh something. the assassination of Gianni Versace yeah and there was a bit where a man was definitely getting rimmed and I thought oh it's a tough watch I'm, on a bus might- isn't it <laughs> <laughs> this is a megabus gold I'll watch what I like <laughs> poor old Elsie next to you just going on a nice trip to the seaside yeah is it, wanna... where is Elsie an old lady or a Rottweiler in this scenario <laughs> <laughs> um, both. she's an old Rottweiler she's an old lady and she's brought a Rottweiler but she's also given her the same name yeah for, for that's what you should do you should get a dog and call it Tom 
Tom, Tom, <laughs> running around the woods shouting out my own name, like like bloody Kate Bush. Kate Bush is a good name for a dog. Oh my goodness. Heathcliff is a great name for a dog. <gasps> oh, what a dashing dog he'd have to be though. He'd have to be a looker, yeah, for sure. Heathcliff, Kathy. <laughs> That would be good, actually. Again, I'd like very it. niche. Very, very niche. niche. But that's what we're here for. People love it. What are you going to take the dogs out on the wild, windy moors? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this has been fun. As always, you can get in touch with us, please. Tom wants to know about your pillar recommendations. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you know, get in touch with us. Let us know if we would actually have you had a particularly good sandwich. We were talking about open say sandwiches last week. Oh yes, and I had those sandwiches. sandwiches on Sunday brunch. Actually, I had a very nice ham and egg sandwich, which had crisps in it. So anything. Ham, egg, and crisps. It was very. It was a bit much. It was in a focaccia. I had to dislocate my jaw. But you know how I feel about sandwiches. I love them. Well, you're very willing to do that. Mm. Um, I well, that was very rude. Sorry. The boys uh, got skills. <laughs> to pay the bills. <laughs> um, dear rest. Dearest, dearest you, Tom, but 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 dearest like-minded friends, um, you can get in touch with us. The email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. Hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. But it's also in the show notes because you know how often I fuck that up. It's in the show notes. I love what it's we call the them show notes. notes, but I don't think that's what they are actually officially called, are they? Show I don't notes, know. It's- I think show notes are what they have in the West End. Oh, after, yeah. After like a performance, the director gives show notes. That's what right. I think. But we've obviously, in a, a very typical way, <laughs> brought that into our world. <laughs> Tom, we'll see you next week, love. You bet you will. Can't wait, PG. Okay, PG. Right. Okay, okay, then bye. PG, bye-bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye-bye.